of, I have in front of me a very slick, beautiful-looking book called China Voices. It's been put out by Oxfam, and Lot Felisco is the director of policy campaigns and communications. How are you? Hello. Good, good afternoon. To see you. Very posh title. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having you us. You do everything and anything, right? That's sort of true, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, good for you. This Including book publishing. No, this is beautiful. I, 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 you're the right person for this because you say you've pretty much been hands-on editing and producing. And uh, China Voices, describe what it is, if you would. Well, it's a book of stories and some great photos, I have to say, mm. that uh, we put out because we have been working in mainland China since 1987, have been increasing our work since the 1990s, and we thought it was time to reach out, to, especially to an English-speaking audience, about the work that we've been doing in China, especially as you know, China has been grabbing headlines over the last few years. China's the big country. China's a global player. But We've also been doing a lot of work with men, women, and children in mountainous areas. You say in very poor areas of China. Big player economy, all that sort of stuff. Yes. Do you mean that the human stories sometimes get left behind? Exactly, and that's what we wanted to put across: was that in this story of China's growth, the miracle that was China,、mm. there are still all these families, all these communities that are really struggling on a day-to-day -day basis. Oh, there are many, many issues that never get talked about. It's almost like the economy is one thing, and All the other stuff is another that we don't talk about. Did they object? Did anybody object in any way to any of the content of your book? No. In fact, we had a really great experience working with、uh, individuals, groups,、mm. even the local authorities whose stories we feature here. We we worked with them throughout the process. And、uh, checked with them about the stories that they felt were dear to them, and they wanted to tell to the rest of the world. So it was it was a really good experience working on this. I bet it was. I mean, it's it's not just a documentary of your work. There's there's fabulous photographs and and paintings and all sorts of stuff going on here. How did you decide what to put in? That's a really good question. In all the different and the broad themes that we work on inside、mm. China. I think we were guided by this desire, really, to speak about China from the point of view of ordinary people. But I think what I mean is, there's a very artistic flavour to this. You've got, you've got. I, I opened it straight up at a picture by Michael Wolff when he had his dolls and stuff in John Blackman's old gallery. I mean, it's not just documentary pictures. There's some serious art in here. So, did people just donate, and you had to decide what to use? I have to really give credit to my colleague. Yeah. In Oxfam, Madeline Slavic, who's a poet and an artist,、mm. who worked with these artists and photographers, and and、uh, spoke to them about the vision of we had for our book and what we wanted to portray. That we also wanted to communicate not just in text, but also about、uh, artists and their work, how they saw the reality. Mm. That was China, or、mm. the realities of China. Well, let's just have a look at this. The book is called China Voices. I guess it's out all over the place. Bookshops now. It will be in a few days' time at the、uh, Kubricks and Swindons. No, very new. Hot、it's、off the press. Exactly. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so here we go. Let's just flick through some of the、uh, chapter headings. We've got farmers, women, migrant workers, ethnic minorities, the young and the old.、Mm -hmm. Well, I was talking to some real live refugees here on the program yesterday. Very cool guys as well. Are these people kind of forgotten? These are the people we think tend to be lost in the big picture, big stories. But they are the people that we work with、mm. every day in our projects, in our programs over the last twenty or so years, and so their lives are very real to us. Yeah, yeah. The, the impression we get from the news, I think, 
it's always going to be a story about economy or mm -hmm. some kind of hardship or political this that and the other but I assume that when you meet a lot of the people in China it's not about politics and economy for them it's about human nature things is it that is true? and it's, it's about the daily struggle it's a daily struggle to get through but also hopeful inspiring stories of how people make change possible themselves so one of the opening stories we have there is about a village in Yunnan hmm. called Chiman which is a, a poor farming community and we entitled the story step by step mm -hmm. because we we went through a journey with them of solving small small problems like water availability to bigger problems like roads and livelihoods and it was very heartwarming that in fact this community was one of the first who also donated to disaster victims in Sichuan. Hmm. How much does Hong Kong help in general in terms of Oxfam? We really have to thank um, we are very grateful for the generosity that the Hong Kong public has shown us. Mm. Our work in the mainland is possible because of donations from the public. Mm. Oxfam Hong Kong relies on donations from the public and about a third of our programs are now located in the mainland and this is financed through regular donations and we also have um, fundraising events like our China Development Fund mm. which is a rice selling event we do every year and always the Hong Kong public has been yeah. very generous to us. Rice selling you say? Yes. What are the other things, real simple things that you guys mostly do? Is it building something? Is it providing, I don't know, mm -hmm. food? What, what would you say generally you most do? Right. The, well this book shows the spread of things that we do mm. from integrated rural development programs with farming communities ah, that okay. would be about you know things like um, ensuring they have access to clean water helping them with livestock grazing sustainability stuff yes yeah. making sure that they have sustainable livelihoods so think, think about giving somebody a bag of rice and he's not hungry but give him show him how to plant it and they won't be hungry for yes and making sure that they own the work that they do that it's not about us coming in to help them hmm. but eventually it's about them helping themselves that makes that makes a lot of sense here how many artists and photographers do you think you've got involved in this book it must oh, be loads quite a number quite a number and they're very really good quality they certainly are stuff and they've been they've been seen in galleries that some of them have won awards and and we're really happy that they've chosen to share their work with us yeah when did this first when when did you first start talking about this was it like recently or a couple of years ago or what the book that's a really interesting question. Nice <laughs> that put that question to There's me because to... it took us quite a few years ah. actually to, and you would see from um, the acknowledgments page that we worked with a lot of people yeah. on this book. It took about three or four years, I would say, to get to this stage because we we had to we had to check with people and uh, and NGOs in China that uh, they were willing to share their stories not just with us but to see it in print that yeah. it goes out to the world so it took quite some time well it's very beautiful China voices put out by Oxfam uh, and remind us when when will this be available by early July so from the end of this week Great. at Swindon's and Kubrick's Good. bookstores and also online Yep. At our on our website oxfam.org.hk. All right then. Well, thanks so much for coming for a chat. Best of luck with it. Thank you so much for having me.